Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Hello everyone and welcome back to your favourite trio and I don't mean the new Smackdown announced team. It is Snapbacks and Beards, a wrestling podcast. I am your host, J.E. WrestleTalk. This is episode 30 and it will be our SummerSlam recap. I am joined always by my co-hosts. First off, we've got TWG1991, that wrestling guy, Stu Matos. How are you doing on this Sunday afternoon this time? I'm, uh, I'm very well, very well, Jay. Looking forward to recapping what we watched hours ago. Literally <laughs> 12 hours ago, we were in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And as always, again, my other co-host, the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are you feeling? I'm all right. Yes, um, I got sixes, so I was asleep, so we're okay. Six, six is better. It's better than none. We can we can work with six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was SummerSlam last night. Um, there are very very mixed reactions online. We made some predictions. We got some of them right, some of them wrong. We'll get into it, and we'll jump straight into. The first match we saw, which was Logan Paul, the megastar Logan Paul against everybody's favourite, Ricochet. And seeing as he's your guy, Ricochet, we'll jump straight into you. Logan Paul can't not deliver, right? He's so good. I think people just need to admit now how good he is. Um, for me, For me, this was the match of the night actually between this and one a bit later but it, it probably maybe it didn't deliver in sense of i think there was a lot of hype online about it being a big spot fest and going from like flip to flip to flip and all this stuff which i don't think it necessarily did but i think the pace that it was at and what that we saw was very very good and i think it i think if it had gone too much more it probably have gone into that kind of over choreographed sort of territory whereas i yeah. think this was much more much more natural um do we do we see another match between them or do we just do we see logan go on to to something else i'm i don't know i mean i'd, I'd be happy to see another match between them i think they well, work very well but yeah. i think i think the way the way it sort of ended we kind we kind of have to see another yeah. match between them yeah and uh Johnny, I know you're becoming a uh, big Logan pa uh, Logan Paul fan more and more by the day. What did you make of all this? Uh, very good. Um, I think one of the reasons why people hate Logan Paul is because he is so good at this. And it's frustrating that people that this guy who is a celebrity wrestler is better than most of the roster. And he is just shown every week, like, I oh, know I'm, I'm very good at this and I know you hate me. So you want me to hate you even more? Right. Okay. Well, here you go. I'll cheat to win because you hate me anyway. So... <laughs> Um, and he absolutely smashes it. Um, I think the drama side of things means that because you notice he's not really had a rivalry past one match. Mm. At some point, he will probably have to have a program with someone. And Ricochet getting beat because of brass knuckles, it just you can't end a rivalry like that. So there's probably another match coming, and maybe Samantha gets more involved with it. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he's through gritted teeth. She announced Logan Paul as the winner. 
and Morgan was like, what was that? Sorry, do you want to say that again? You know, uh, but the match itself, fantastic, as we expected. Well, I mean, Logan's uh, Logan's girlfriend was there as well on the side, wasn't she? So could they uh, yeah. have like a, a stare off between her and Samantha at some point? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that lacked in the match was like it was a good match, but the actual the reason why I'm not going for that as much tonight is because the drama wasn't really there. It was definitely more focused on just the match being very good. Mm-hmm. But I think there's not as much storyline. Um, but still, in terms of a standalone match, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> And uh, Ricochet, does he does he go up in either of your books at all after this, or does he stay where you where you had him before? I know that you guys don't think he can cut a great promo, and you don't deny his his in ring work. But does he go up at all, or does he does he stay where where you had him? He he, he stays where he stays where he is for me because I don't. He's not. If anything, it's just reaffirmed <laughs> for me that he can't cut a promo. Like I've not seen anything from this program. That's made me think, oh, he I'd love to hear what he's got to say. But again, I'm happy to watch him perform because he's really good at that. So Yeah, yeah. I still have, you know, I've never I've pretty mid towards his like uh, true opinion of him. I'm just like, ah, I mean, you know, he's he's all right. Um but he still isn't someone who I go, Oh my god, I can't wait for this ricochet match. I still don't have that mentality. Um but he is always a high flyer, and if you like high flying matches, then he's definitely always going to uh, going to provide that for you. Absolutely, absolutely, mm. and uh, yeah. Um, just to uh, reiterate both your words, yeah, I thought this was a, a great match. There's not really a lot I can add. Yeah, it was it was solid, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like Logan Paul. He's got we 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 say that he's got no business being this good, but he is just this good, and. I do think it is time that we stop calling him a celebrity that wrestles and just call him a WWE superstar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I think that's fair. Um, our usual question begs: uh, <laughs> Were you both sport sports entertained by this match? Yeah, definitely. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, perfect. And we all picked Logan Paul to win that match, and he did. Yeah. So that's uh, one apiece straight off the bat. We will then move on to Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. We thought this was going to be quite a quick match. They actually ended up going for over 17 minutes, which is quite long for mm. Brock Lesnar. Johnny, mm. talk to us. Let us know your thoughts. Um, well, about 15 minutes of that was Brock just attacking Cody Rhodes and then leaving him on the outside for the 10 count. So <laughs> um, it, I think the biggest surprise was at the end when Cody gets the win and Brock shakes his hand and there's no shenanigans there. He just shakes his hand and walks off. Finally respects the man for getting the job done. Brock maybe got complacent. You know, he was thinking, ah, oh, this guy, why does he keep getting up? Just stay down, man. Stay down. You know, it's not worth it. Then he catches him off guard and gets the pin. Um, I, I think the match was, you know, a standard Lesnar match, just a little bit longer than usual. Um, Cody getting the win, I think, was the only real way to go about this. Unless again, he was screwed out of it by someone, which didn't happen. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah, the match was fine. It was just not a lot to mention, really. I just, you know, couple, three crossroads in a row. You should always get pinned by that. You shouldn't ever kick out of that. Mm-hmm. So it was the right decision to have them win through that. So that um, that finish where uh, he shook his hand. I was watching the press conference, and Triple H said that that was completely off script. 
Yeah, uh, I saw that. There was, yeah. there was no plan for, for Brock to do that at all. So Brock just continues to surprise, I guess. That's like, why you, Cody you, meant you, that's why Cody said in the press conference, didn't he? He said yeah. that like this second run just continues to surprise me. And I'm guessing he was yeah. talking about that. Hmm. I, I, I would assume so. Um Stu. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I think um, I would. I I don't want to see any more of it. I enjoyed I enjoyed it as as a as a match, um, and I think it makes sense for made sense for Cody to win it. I don't know where, not necessarily in a bad way, but I'm not sure where either of them actually go from this. Um, in terms of next next steps next next feuds um i did hear uh earlier this morning that apparently um they're lining up for mania 40 41 i think um to be in minnesota so will that be that could that be the end could that be the calling card for for brock to to finish there which would make make sense um yeah you know as a yeah I, I i quite enjoyed it as a as as a match um it probably i probably could have done with a little bit either a little bit less of the i'm gonna do eight german suplexes throw you outside and stand about for a bit or a little bit more of like in ring in ring action one of the two um but you know, yeah, it was it was decent, and hopefully we see them move on to something positive each. I imagine Brock will go away for a bit mm-hmm. anyway, and we'll see Cody yeah. cut a cut a promo in a suit on Monday night and see what happens from there. Yeah, I mean, again, um, yeah, I thought it was it was a fine match. It was it was good. Um, it was the rubber match, the third one. I don't. I think, given the handshake, I don't think we see any more between these two now. Like you say, Brock goes away yeah. for a little bit and uh, Cody just continues to climb his way back to uh, finishing his story. Uh, were we sports entertained? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Are we controversial and say not really? Oof. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So I, just a standard yeah. Brock match. Like. I've, I've got a controversial one later, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I've um, actually got two potential controversial ones later, so... <laughs> Controversy, uh, controversy sells. So uh, we'll have that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> that's absolutely fun. Uh, we'll jump straight into the next match, which was the Slim Jim Battle Royale. Twenty-five superstars. Twenty-four were announced. There was a surprise, but was it really that much of a decent surprise? Um, again, we will we'll go straight to Johnny because he had a lot a lot riding on this match. With everybody saying. L A Knight. Yeah. Yeah. He got the win. I have to be consistent. I've always said battle royals don't really mean much. And yes, LA Knight wins. I'm happy to see him win, but I don't know how this helps. Apart from he gets on the card. It helps business for Slim Jim, because they agreed the most lucrative deal, I think, with WWE. So they needed a match which represents Slim Jim. So LA Knight winning a match where he features in the advert for Slim Jim afterwards which is a big money maker for WWE, probably, you know, in the business sense, really helps that LA Knight is on, is featuring in that. Um, the match itself, MVP comes out, there's only one person who he's announcing, of course, almost. And these big guys never win battle royals. 
The Big Show won once at WrestleMania, I believe. Big men never win these battle royals. So I think almost being in it, it's a bit of a disappointment because we know that well he's not going to win because they'll all you know gather gang up on him and throw him out, and that's exactly what happened. Um it was down to Seamus and LA Knight, and Seamus, who obviously got beat on SmackDown, was like, Is it gonna happen again? And I kind of thought if Seamus wins, it'll be very, very disappointing, even though I do like Seamus. And they went with it. They went with LA Knight, the favourite to win, and he actually did. So I'm glad to see that. Um, the fact he got TV time, I guess that's the bonus from this and, you know, featuring in a Slim Jim advert. But storyline-wise, I don't know where he goes from here. But he has a victory at SummerSlam, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought it was great. Stu? Yeah, I, I was going to go along the, the same same sort of lines. You know, they don't... If it had been a battle royal to get a shot in the in the US title match or something like that, it would obviously would obviously mean more. But yeah, like you say, Johnny, he's he's got TV time. He's got a win on a on a big pay per view. Um, I enjoyed that they they kept a few of the other little feuds going and making them a little making things make a little bit more mm. more sense. Um, having said that, I do think that because it was a little bit of a almost a, not a meaningless battle royal but you know there wasn't a lot massively at stake i was a bit i i find it a bit confusing why you'd have you know if i was austin theory what do you, what does he get out of being in a in that battle royal really like so mm-hmm. i i find that a bit you know a bit strange but yeah you know right result right person won and hopefully that kickstarts a little bit more of a positive streak for la night now it's it's yeah. um it's funny you say theory actually because one of the questions in the press conference was uh, what the heck was theory doing in the battle royal why wasn't he defending his title yeah. and that's when triple h was basically saying that the, when the roster is this stacked you can't get everyone on the card um like he's he's lucky not lucky to have a place but he's just doing what he needs to do um the match itself yeah uh, I've it's it's like a Royal Rumble, but everyone's already in the ring, and Royal Rumble's one of my favourite matches. So, mm. um, again, it had it had a lot of high profile people in it, like we were saying, AJ Styles, Sheamus, Karrion Cross, LA Knight, like there, uh, Riddle. There were big names in there, um, but yeah, the right the right person won, and I'm glad they won. But yeah, I don't know where he goes from here. Does he get a look in in the in the US title picture at some point soon? That should be where it goes next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should be. Oh, well, actually, one thing that we did notice in terms of Austin Theory is that uh, Escobar um, eliminated him. So uh-huh. that's usually a kiss of death when it comes to a storyline where Austin Theory's probably going to win. Um, I don't know for sure, because I feel like he's going to be the next big Mexican star in WWE. But if you go based on that, I think Escobar's probably not going to win. Mm. And I, I just kind of feel like Theory's title reign is dead in the water now as well. I don't yeah. feel like it's it's going yeah. anywhere. We, it, mm. we 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 said it the other week, didn't we? A, a really good title reign either enhances the the title holder or the title itself. And Theory's run hasn't done either. Mm. Someone mm. I was actually speaking to someone, and they said you could have told me that Theory's title reign started in May, and I would have believed you. Yeah, because. Yeah. 
there's there's apart from like we've said before, we're moving off point, but like we've said before, seeing at edge, apart mm. from that, there wasn't really wasn't I think really Triple H is very true. good. Triple H is very good with words though. He's saying that when what he means is we just don't know what to do with them. They just you have to make it sound yeah. like, well, you know, this was planned all along. You know, he has mm-hmm. to make it sound that way. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Were we sports entertained with this match? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Battle Royal, yeah. always good. With yeah. the megastar and everybody saying L A Knight. Yeah. Yeah. You can't oh, I, you can't, can't not I can't ever be disappointed when he wins. <laughs> exactly. And we will jump straight into the next match, which uh, I know for a fact this match got mixed reviews, uh, so I'm interested to hear your boys' opinions. MMA style, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, and uh, whatever we say about this match, there's one point, and that it was the 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 running step up, high knee, and the kick from Shayna Baszler, uh, both absolute chef's kiss perfection but Stu, we'll go to you first what did you think of the match um yeah i i actually enjoyed it i i enjoyed it more than any ronda rousey match i think i've ever watched um i enjoyed it so much more than if they just tried to put on a normal wrestling match um i i think would it have been would it have been better in a sort of a fight pit style match quite possibly um but yeah i i didn't really have a have an issue with the with the match itself i think i think it would have been worse if it was just a standard wrestling match um mm-hmm. uh, oh, could it have been better if it was a submission match because we don't see them very often um and it you know it would have it it was pretty obvious that the outcome was going to be a submission in some way, shape, or form. So why not use that use that stipulation? Um, but yeah, no, and that that high knee and that kick, superb. Um, yeah, I I hope now that we see Shayna get back to that ruthless side of her, and I I don't know if we see Ronda again, and I don't mind if we don't. Let's you know. She's not interested. I and I think if her one of her best friends in Shayna hadn't been within the company, she would have been done a long time ago. I think it's only because they could have gone down this route that they've kept. She's kept about. Yeah, fair enough. And just mm. before we jump to uh, Johnny, just a quick question for you then, Stu. If they do let Shayna get back to her bad, bad ways, like being a badass again. Does Rhea need to be worried? Um, in in theory, yes, because that would be a hell of a match, and Shayna should be in that that category. However, as we've said before, I don't think Rhea will be losing that title any time in the next four to six months. So I I, I don't think she'd be worried. At that but yeah I, in in theory she should be and that would be a great a great match when them two do get it on again fair enough fair enough mm-hmm. uh johnny mma style ronda rousey Shayna baszler let's talk about it yeah let's um yeah it's a bit of a novelty match i think you couldn't do that every week but you're going having a match with two people who are experts in that field and i think 
if there was ever anyone who could do this match and entertain you, it's these two. And I enjoyed the match. Um, obviously, Shayna, uh, Ronda's um, running kick, as we mentioned, that should be a finishing move if she does decide to stay. Mm, yeah. I don't think she will, but I mean, that again, it's like you had this all this time. And, you know, you could have done uh, Shayna, and obviously they have a storyline and they're told how they do things, but I feel like Ronda with the. Uh, Star power that she has, and the you know the power she has backstage, I believe she would be able to convince people this is the style I like doing, and I can make it work safely. And I feel like the last couple of years she could have done that, and she could have told people, you know, this is how I work, and it would have made her matches a lot more exciting. When she starts working that WWE style, I don't think it um, shown that she can do that. But when she was given the freedom to do this, yeah, she puts on a decent match. And you know, Shayna as well puts on very good real fight feel because they're both experienced in that. And I enjoyed the match. Um, but the right person won, as we say. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like Rhonda, if she does leave now, then she's kind of left feeling making this feeling a bit like, okay, so you, you you had this in your locker then, so you could have done this. Um, still can't cut a promo, but you know, <laughs> she uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was good. I think also there's drama there because they're friends, former friends, and there was actually a storyline involved as well, which is always helping for me. So I was quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like you say, Ronda could have been doing this the whole time and we'd probably be sitting here being like, I can't believe that Ronda's going to retire. Like, can't she give us like another year or something? And we might have been Mm. a bit more into it. But Mm. yeah, the, the right person won and yeah. Shoot her to the moon and triple threat Raquel, Rhea, oh. Shayna. Let's make it. I'll match that. Be, oh, be an incredible match. The, the, the thing is, is and we, I think we we have mentioned it before. Although they're very obviously different athletes as such, but Ronda could have wrestled matches like Brock wrestles his. That that would have made total sense. Mm-hmm. But it it just didn't, for whatever reason, whether she wanted to try and go down the more sports entertaining route, I don't I don't know. But I if I had if I watched ten Ronda Rousey matches that were as the same as this, I'd be saying right, let's yeah, can we can we keep her for another year? Let's you know, I'm really excited about this. But you know, for whatever reason, it hasn't it hasn't sort of transpired that way. Yeah, and yeah, I thought the uh, the online community was a bit bit harsh about this match. I was, but were you boys sports entertained? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think fans just don't, and I think WWE fans don't watch MMA. So watching this, if you're an MMA fan, this would have been fantastic. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And I think people who didn't enjoy this match maybe don't enjoy UFC, and that's fine because yeah. you know they have preferences. Something, something for everyone, and you're not going to like everything you see, and that, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's absolutely fine. We will jump. Oh, uh, so we all had Shana in that one as well, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. Um, I know that Stu's got got a list of where I've everyone came from last no, night, so I've got it. He, can, he can let us know the uh, the finished tally at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, we will jump straight into the next match, which was contested for the Intercontinental Championship, and it was Drew McIntyre coming up against the ring general Gunther. Slapfest, Johnny, what did you make 
of this one? Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a Gunter-style match that we all know and love. It was the style that we've always seen from him. It was a fight, a proper fight. Um, I think the only thing that frustrated me was at the end when Drew's standing on the turnbuckle facing away from the ring and we don't know what he's doing, which leads to Gunter getting the win. And it's like, well, if he didn't do that, then that might not have happened. And it kind yeah. of spoiled it a bit for me because, again, unless Drew was about to do a moonsault, which would have been amazing to see, <laughs> it just bothered me that they had to do it where Drew looks like an idiot for doing something which is totally amateur when you're against someone like Gunter who will take you down. He doesn't hang around. He doesn't, you know, just let you do the spot. If he's there, mm. if there's a weakness, he will exploit it. And I think, I mean, the Sheamus match, the clash was much better than this one. I think it was okay. I don't hate it, but I'm not going to be watching it again anytime soon because it was just, well, a standard gun to match, but I just didn't feel like it was particularly special. Mm. And that's that's what I was going to say, actually, as well. If I had one takeaway from this match, it's that Sheamus and Gunther work way better together than Gunther yes. and Drew do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Stu, what are your thoughts? Yeah, not not too dissimilar. Um it was it was fine. Um I don't wanna I feel harsh saying that the match disappointed me because it was the match itself was fine and there was hard hitting spots like there was always gonna be, but I was probably expecting a little bit more from from what we know both of these can produce and what we've seen them produce together, albeit with Sheamus at Mania. Uh, mm. um, but yeah, it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't awful. I've definitely seen worse matches. Um, but when you when we've seen the quality of matches that Gunther's put out over the last year. I feel that this was a little bit flatter than probably what I was what I was hoping for. Which I guess kind of begs the question. Obviously, we we know that Gunther can go, and we know that Drew's been away for a little bit, and he wouldn't come back unless he had the right storyline. Is his heart still in it? Yeah, I I just think it was a. I think it was. I don't I don't really know what I could put my put my put my finger on it it could just you know did they both just have a, a bit of an off night was it you know is yeah i don't know it, I, I i think i think drew is still is still there because i can't imagine he would have come back if he couldn't if he if he weren't weren't interested mm. um but yeah I, perhaps they'll run it back maybe they'll they'll go again i after seeing that match, I'm not really interested in seeing it again. But it would like if we see it again, it will likely be better than what we saw last night. So yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I, I don't think uh, it was a terrible match by any means. Um, I think Drew is a WWE lifer. People can say what they want about. Uh, he might leave. He's not happy. But Drew's worked so hard to get to this position where I, he's going to leave now. I just, I just don't see it. Um, he's already had his time on other promotions on the indie scene and stuff. And Impact Wrestling at the time was fairly big when he was there. Mm -hmm. He's he's worked too hard to get to WWE again. And I just think that uh, 
he might have you know frustrations with creative but i feel like because of who drew is they'll work it out and yeah. i guess they have so and i guess with it being so close now uh we all are in agreement that gunther should should break the record yeah when when yeah. is when is the record breaking when is it roughly around johnny you I know think this johnny knows the exact date <laughs> I, I think, I, think I, I, I believe september 14th okay so yeah. in in if i was if i was in charge of creative and booking i would have gunther hold it until the rumble because I I think it's a bit of a kick in the teeth if he holds it till September fifteenth and then loses it. Like there's so no again, there's, there's no point. Says, I've I've done a bit of research. It says actually it would be uh, no, I've got it wrong. Uh, September seventh. Yeah. So September 7th. yeah. But even then, it need There's no point. Well, I say there's no point breaking the record by a day. Obviously, he'd still have broken the record, and that'd still be amazing. But let mm. him carry it on and actually really cement it as. As a thing. I think what would be a bigger kick in the teeth is if they make him drop it on September the second, which is payback, five yeah. days short. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in the same agreement with you. Like I was saying on on live last night, I would have him drop it at the Rumble, enter the Rumble, and win it, yeah. and win the Rumble. That, yeah. That's what I would do if I had my my booking. Uh, Johnny, mm -hmm. you? Yeah, I mean, as I say, don't have it where it just ends straight after, as you mentioned. Um, I was going to say Survivor Series, but I imagine it's, you know, the usual title uh, champion versus champion match, so that, that wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, I maintain Chad Gable is the guy to do it, and I will continue to say that. But as I've mentioned in TikTok as well, um, probably will be Ilya Dragunov, because we know how good a match they can produce, and we know that he can't beat Gunter. We've seen that before. But um, I'm holding out for Chad Gable, because it seems like he's getting a bit of momentum now as well. Mm, and yeah. What better way than to have him dethrone Gunter? Um, so I'd, I'd hope that they do that match after payback because otherwise, I'd be kind of I would like Chad to win, but if he beats Gunter before the record's broken, I'd be like, uh, I could have just waited another week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for um, for the uh, for the longest time, I wanted it to be this was pre pre Money in the Bank. I wanted it to be Damian Priest. I thought he would have been a, a genuine genuine challenger for him but obviously now i don't want him to use that cash in on the intercontinental yeah. championship i just um, want him to uh, get rid of that belt as well it's horrible mm. <laughs> uh Stu, who would you have to phone him oh i i could go with it being Ilya dragonoff but like we've, we've spoken about before i think to do that they need to bring Ilya up as part of imperium and then have a like have him turn because i just i i don't think the casual fan and the casual main 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 roster fan will understand and appreciate how good dragonoff is mm -hmm. if he just comes up to the roster on monday as a single superstar uh, he'd put on good matches but i don't think people would pay enough attention to him Whereas if you stick him in Imperium, where he's seen every week, I think that you know that makes sense. So I, but yeah, I, I could go for, I could go for Ilya. I, I wouldn't mind Priest doing it, but I don't. Yeah, I'm the same as you, Johnny. I don't want a, a cash in on a mid card belt. I just, yeah. I don't see the point in that. What, what could be absolute perfection? And I know we shit on the draft, 
but is if the draft manages to help Sheamus find his way back to the same roster as Gunther. Yeah. And then and then when when it is time and then Sheamus gets the the only belt he's missing from the entire collection. I th- I think if if that ever happened and we ever got to if Sheamus faces Gunther after September 7th I I would I would be tempted to predict Sheamus to win it. I would probably mm. put money on it. I I would be that com- I would if the, if those two go again and for the Intercontinental Championship and it's after the 7th of September even if it is the 8th um or if it's WrestleMania next year I I I'd put all my money on Sheamus. Yeah. Uh, where are we sports entertain with this one, boys? Mid. Yeah, I'm really. I, I I would say yes because I enjoy Gunther matches, but it's it's a very bottom of the barrel. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was. Um. I don't, to be honest, I don't think there's a match on this card where I wouldn't say I was sports entertain personally. But um, yeah, everybody's got their own opinions. Oh, just very, very quickly. Yes. Can we talk about Ludwig Kaiser and his of entrance we can. and the coat thing and just everything is perfection? It's just so good. I, I love it. I just he is so good. He's so talented. Like he's so underappreciated. Yeah, it's just I, I don't even know what you would call that. But he like Gunther just undresses himself and like Kaiser just has it. I just I. It's yeah. some sort of like sorcery, and it's wonderful. Like, I just, it is. I think it's fantastic. It's great, it's great to see. And since Johnny's made his uh, his video about Ludwig Kaiser and how like his whole his whole hand and everything like that, and even to the point when he says <laughs> the ring general Gunther, and they both him and Vinci almost in unison both turn at the same like mm. the whole thing like there's not a thing there's not yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. It's absolute perfection. It's just so crisp and just wonderful. Mm. Um, and little things, as I said, little things like that make me become a fan of someone. All of a sudden, I'm like, you know what, Ludwig Kaiser is very good. Yeah. And then he ended up, uh, you know, winning a match on Raw against Riddle, and I think that's quite a big deal, actually. You know, beating mm. someone like who's considered in such high regard as Matt Riddle is for them, Ludwig beating clean. Although ru- rumors are that he is not held in high regard anymore. Uh, that would explain due- a lot uh, due to his um, outside activities. Apparently, he is not nice. held as um, as highly as he once was. Apparently, Vincent Mann liked him. I noticed, but things like yeah. Triple H maybe doesn't. I, I think that is that's the vibe that I'm that I'm getting um, mm. from uh, and from what I've seen. Again, you can never truly trust the the dirt sheets as such, but it, it would answer a lot, wouldn't it? I suppose. It would. And if yeah. there's one thing that I will never trust dirt sheets for ever again, it is potential returns. <laughs> yes, I think Randy, apparently, as I mentioned, Randy Orton, he was uh, backstage at WrestleMania. He was backstage at Royal Rumble, backstage at SummerSlam, and uh, not a single appearance. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm uh, not, not trusting any of that anymore. Uh we will now move on to the World Heavyweight Championship match. Um, I learned my lesson from going against my boy. Will I do that again? Probably not. Um, but I learned my lesson for, for all the right reasons in the end. We had Seth freaking Rollins dressed up like a quality street going against Finn Balor. Which one of you boys wants to jump in first? I'll let you decide. Stuart? 
Oh, well. Um, <laughs> this this was my other one for for match of the night. Uh, I think it's I think it's one of those physical impossibilities for these two to have a bad match. I think I think they're they're they've got very good chemistry between them. The the little touches, you know, um, Finn having the seven on his labrum and Seth coming out in the same vest that he wore when he actually did injure Finn, I think was just lovely little, little touches. Um, did the right person win? Yes. I'm not, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. Um, but if he was going to win, I, I don't think this was the right way for him to have won because again, it feels like the last six weeks they've built the judgment day up as this dominant force and then they've been made to look really stupid because between the four of them they can't figure a way for to to get the job done against against Bala uh sorry against Seth. Um but yeah no in, in terms of the match very very good very good storytelling. I'm I'm praying we don't see the breakup of the judgment day or that you know Priest gets kicked out, or you know anything like that. I, I don't. I don't think we need to see that. Um, so I'm hoping that on Monday night, Mammy gets her boys in order and they can just put it put it to bed. Um, having said that, as much as it was probably my match of the night, and how good a chemistry these two have, I don't want to see it again for a while. It, Finn doesn't need another. I, I don't see how he would be deserving of another title match now. I, I completely agree. I don't see how Finn would be uh, deserving of another title match. And I noticed as well when we were watching it uh, last night, um, Michael Cole's uh, commentary was uh, was annoying you at times slightly. <laughs> well, I just I can't even remember what he was saying, but he just he was just frustrating. He me. was he was what saying was about um, the miscommunication between. Priest and Balaram was Priest trying to cash in when yeah. clearly he wasn't. Yeah, he was literally trying to hand the briefcase to him. So well, no, he wasn't trying to cash in. <laughs> if he was, a Priest isn't isn't aware of how these cash ins work. You don't hand it to someone else. You hand it to the ref. But yeah, I you know it was it, it was an interesting it was an interesting way to go about having Seth win. But yeah, I I'm just I'm hoping we don't have a, a Judgment Day breakup anytime soon. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying Johnny, it too much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Johnny, what what did you think of the match, and what did you also think of uh, Priest seemingly just letting Seth walk away at the end of the match? Well, this is why I went for match of the night for this one because of the close falls, but also the drama involved in this at the end. There, for me, like there were many times when I've never seen uh, three counts be two counts be that close to three. Uh, so consistently in a match, there were so many of those. Um, Finn, maybe thinking he should have won at SummerSlam, I don't know. And maybe if it was the main event, I would have saw it coming. But the fact it wasn't the last match of the night, I was kind of thinking, actually, I don't know if he's going to win because the, the sort of plan of where the match was on the card, I think, makes a lot of difference and mm -hmm. something as big as that a title change like that probably should be the main event of whatever show it is um yeah the, the match was very very good finn who's uh been winning me over a lot recently i liked him as the demon but then when he went to the baby face he was just smiling all the time 
with no real character that kind of bored me but then when he's turned heel and shown this like silent killer side of him i've really started to dig the guy really start to appreciate him and know how hard he works and how much he does deserve to be in the main event i'm a bit concerned about if we'll see him in the title picture anytime i feel like this might have been maybe one of the last chances he'll get and it's kind of he deserves to be uh having gold around his waist and not the nxt championship so i don't know where they go with them from here but uh damien priest not cashing in just adds that more drama to the judgment day and i feel like it's going to be a swerve where they think rollins thinks that oh they're not getting on well i'm safe i'm home and dry and then you know they both attack him and then priest cashes <laughs> in or something so i'm hoping there is a twist there and it's not just oh we can't work together anymore we're gonna have to break up you know that's i just i hope that's not where they're going with it mm, yeah um, no i uh, I agree, and um, yeah, this. Was, but every was time it? someone I like has a money in the bank contract, I'm like, oh, but they're not going to win, are they? They're going to cash in, and they're going <laughs> to lose, which leads to, which will lead to the breakup of the Judgment Day if that happens. Like, if he cashes in and he doesn't win, they will uh, definitely break up from there. But I'm hoping there's a twist where they still actually are getting on, and it's just a way of catching Seth Rollins off guard. There is, um, there's a part of me more and more now that thinks. Um, I've always said that Priest will keep his promise and he won't cash in on Finn. And I don't know if Finn gets one more go against Seth and he does do it and then Priest instantly cashes in on him. I don't mm. want to mm. see it. I don't want to see it, but there's a part of me that thinks that could happen. Um, yeah, this, uh, again, like you boys, was up there with me. Uh, with the local I have, I have an idea for what, what could happen, though, because WWE announced a show in India. Don't be surprised if he cashes in on a live show, mm. which happens in front of you know a huge fan base that India has for WWE. He could cash in on a live show. They love doing historical things. I don't think it's televised. I think mm. there could be a match between Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal for the World Heavyweight Championship in India because, again, it works. And we see a cash in then, maybe. Or he fights Bron Breaker. One of the two. Oh, please no, please no. no. <laughs> one one thing I did I did notice, and I think you said it, Johnny, and I actually really liked was um, Priest letting Seth Rollins sort of walk away after the after the match. I really liked that because there's not there's so many times when we see superstars do things that just don't make sense, but. As soon as that match finished, Seth locked eyes on Priest. So it would have made no sense for Priest to have then gone, right, now I'm going to sneak up on you and take my opportunity because he wouldn't have snuck up on him. He was locked eyes with him. Mm. So uh, if that had happened, Priest would have lost all his advantage, other than obviously Seth having just gone through a match, but he would have lost all of his, his advantage of kind of that element of surprise. And it would have made him look quite stupid. So I'm quite glad he just, you know, he didn't try anything like like that. Because I don't think yeah. I, I always think I never think that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I also think um, as well by him doing that, he's almost like saying to Seth with his eyes, "Look, 
I don't need to take you when you've just had a match. I'm I'm that good that I'll do it anytime I want. I'll do it when when you're just standing in the ring. Like I don't need you mm. to have just been through a match to do it. Um but yeah, where we where we sports entertained in this one, lads. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And just before we move on to the next match, um, whilst we're sticking with the Judgment Day sort of thing, um, Triple H said, I don't know if you guys have seen this as well, but it did make me chuckle. He said in the press conference that um, there's a bit of dissension in the ranks and no one really knows who the leader is. There's arguments that it is Rhea. There's arguments that it's Finn. There's arguments that it's Damien. But nobody is making the argument that it's Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And that, that just uh, just made me chuckle. We move along, though, and we move along to a match that it had its a few mishaps here and there, but exceeded my expectations more than I thought mm. it was going to. The women's triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. And it was Asuka versus... My mind has gone blank and I watched it literally last night. Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. There we go. Uh, Stu, what did you think? Oh, um, yeah, an ambling, slow, clunky botch fest that didn't do anything for me if i'm completely honest um i was if anything i was actually most disappointed by charlotte flair because at times it almost again felt like she didn't want to be there um mm. she, she overshot that moonsault by a good couple of feet really mm -hmm. um i'm not entirely sure what she was doing for that ddt off the top that oscar tried to give her um she really struggled at times to put in the figure eight um and, and i i almost i almost felt that it was a case of too many really good talents that just couldn't like they that spoiled it almost because i think charlotte and bianca i think would put on a really good match Charlotte and Oscar would put on a really good match. Bianca and Oscar put on a really good match, but I just think the three of them just it just didn't gel a mesh for for me. If I'm if I'm honest, like there were some good bits. Don't don't get me wrong, and I I liked the finish. I thought the finish was really well done. Um, but yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't all that for for me. If I'm if I'm honest. And that's that's fair enough. And this is where we kind of have a bit of a wavering opinion, actually, because I don't often say this because I'm not her biggest fan, but I actually thought Charlotte was the best thing about that match, personally. Mm. Um, but, Johnny, what did you think? Uh, she certainly gets the biggest reaction, I think, whether we like her or not, she does, because of the uh, contrast and opinions that people have of Charlotte. I thought it was okay. It, again, wasn't a match that filled me with excitement too much. Um I kind of was just waiting for the moment for Charlotte to win. And I thought, well, Bianca gets injured. This is the opportunity. I figure it. I was like, it's coming. It's coming. And thankfully, it didn't quite go that way. Uh, Bianca does get the win and becomes the shortest reigning women's champion of all time, by the way. Ah. Um, eight, eight seconds, I think it was, wasn't it? 
I think officially it's about two minutes, but oh, sorry, I was talking about the the EO match itself was eight seconds. Sorry, yeah, yeah, no, yes. she would, yeah, she obviously won it before that, didn't she? Yeah, but um, as I said, some people had a problem with that of being like, well, why did Bianca get win the title and then lose it? Why didn't Asuka just lose the title to EO? But as I've mentioned many times, WWE are obsessed with statistics. Bianca Belair is now a three-time women's champion, whether it was two minutes or whether it was two years, whatever. She's still had it three times now. Mm. And in like a year's time, when they go, oh, form three-time women's champion, like that's all that matters. It doesn't matter how long the title reign was, like Charlotte Flair, 14 times. People don't talk about how long those reigns were, you know? Mm. And I think people need to remember that WWE love numbers, facts, and figures and stuff like that, which is why Bianca won. Had another title reign to her, to her, repertoire and then EO getting the win means that I guess there's a triple threat coming again because Asuka lost the title but she doesn't have a rematch yet and Bianca was champion for two minutes and then she won a rematch as well so there's another triple threat match probably coming and Charlotte will also say she was never pinned for for either thing yes so, so it's probably a fatal four-way match yeah mm. yeah um, um that's probably gonna how that's probably how it will happen yeah so am I right in thinking then now that Bianca's had three title reigns and one of them is the longest and one of them is the shortest? She has oh. both the longest mm. and the shortest. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. yeah, another EST moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, longest, shortest. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess that I'm saying it exceeded my expectations because I didn't really have any going in um, because there was no real build to this. But... Um, yeah, Bianca and Oscar just really, really missed the mark for me, and Charlotte didn't. So, yeah, I think I would say that Charlotte was the best thing about the match. But congratulations, EO. I thought it was a great cash in and thoroughly deserved. And now, Damage Control have a uh, a world title. Yeah, and I think it's thoroughly deserved uh, yeah. for EO Sky. Yeah, and you know they held their money in the bank for longer than a day. They held it for you know around five weeks. Which is still quite short. I thought they might have kept it to WrestleMania, but then this—that was the opportunity. Like right there, like there is no better opportunity to cash in than that moment. Obviously, I'm relieved it wasn't a real injury from Bianca because at first I yeah. was like, hmm. "Did she, she really?" That very back? well. Yeah, like because it felt like she hit the stairs, or maybe was too close to the steps, and maybe fell too close to the corner when she wasn't meant to. But I'm assuming it's a. Uh, Mm, I, I would say so. Yeah. Mm. Um, just uh, to talk about EO's cash-in, um, obviously that was another successful one, so that is a, still a 100% success rate for women with a cash-in. Mm. When when do we see a failed one for the women? It's got to happen at some point, right? Next year when someone tries on Rhea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> is, is Rhea still champion this time next year, though? She could very well be. Yeah, I think could, as long yeah. as she wants to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, actually, right. I think what's interesting is, and this is WWE maybe copying AEW again. Christian Cage is is not the TNT champion, Luchasaurus is, but he calls himself the TNT champion. Bailey could be like, well, we are the women's yeah. champion, you know, mm -hmm. and then Eos going, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what like. So she could have that fatal four-way match and Bailey could come out on SmackDown afterwards and be like, we are still the women's champion. It's like, yeah. no, we're not. Who's we? Like, you know, and that could lead I, to then turning. And that would be such a Bailey thing to do as well. 
Yeah, yeah. It, would. it would. With Michael yeah. Cole sitting there going crazy as she's doing it. Yeah. With Michael Cole sitting there going, can't shut, she just come out and cut her hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel I know the way this is going, but were we sports entertained by this one? I was. Another mid one for me. The cash in was great. But, uh, uh, yeah. After the, the cash in saved it for me. Fair enough. Fair Always enough. lovely watching that moonsault like that. Mm. It's such a good moonsault. Yeah, so good. And then we move on to the main event: Tribal Combat, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso for the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. Um, yeah, Johnny, talk to us. Well, I think I was the only thing that disappointed me was the fact that tribal combat is just an order disqualification match mm-hmm. with no special thing at all. It was just a match called tribal combat because they're both Samoan people fighting each other, but there's no like um, special weapons or anything like that. They weren't dressed differently. Obviously, Jake came in with the white, um, well, I'm not sure what you call that thing around his neck, but he came out with that. That was the only difference. In terms is, that, of the way. is that what they call is that the Ulafala? Is that what that Ulafala, is? Yes. Is yeah. that is that that is it? I don't know if the white one is like the ranking below or something like that, maybe. Um and the red one is the you know the tribal chief kind of thing. But much very, very good, as expected. You know how good they are. I think Jay I don't know, when you see him coming close to the pin, I'm always like surely not. Like I just you so being world champion to me as good as it would be, just I don't feel like he's there. Obviously, Solo comes down. People are shocked as if, like, the guy who's almost invincible, essentially, is going to not appear after being beaten up on SmackDown. Of course, he was always going to. And then for, you know, the guy in the hood to attack Jay, and obviously, it's obviously who it is before he attacks him. Uh, Jimmy Uso takes out his brother, and that match that they've wanted against each other looks like it's probably going to happen. Um, again, the storyline side, another twist in this tale, which part of me is kind of like, do we have to keep this going? And another part of it is like, yeah, it is it's good to see uh, a match between the two of them because it's never happened. Um, but this match as a whole was, yeah, very good. Very good. And um, Roman doesn't lose until Mania 40 now, right? I think he's uh, I think he's through to Mania now, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe the Royal Rumble might be the only other place, but that's that's it for me. It's true. Um yeah, it it was it was a little for me, it was a little too long without the without the action or without some of the action or some of the cinema that we've seen in some of some of the other matches that Roman has has had, um, uh, like it was, it was, it was good. Um, like you say, we know you, we knew it would be, a, it would be a decent match. Um, but I just felt there was a few, there was a few moments where it was sort of like, you know, they got into, they got into the crowd, and then that's when Solo turned up and put him through that conveniently placed table, and then spent five minutes dragging him back to the ring. Um, it's like, did they need to do that? Could they have just done that table spot at ringside? Um, and quite a lot of there was quite a lot of posing from Roman, which we see from him. I, I'm not hating that part of it. That keeps very in with his character. But it, there was just 
there was just that little bit of cinema magic that we've kind of seen from lots of the other matches that that was just kind of lacking for for me um now i wonder are we still going to see a bloodline storyline because for me now jay and jimmy that storyline isn't bloodline related like that's that's a that's a jay jimmy storyline so what who next and what next for for roman but yeah i didn't i didn't hate it i just felt if you compare that maybe to like other matches that roman has had i think there was there was a little bit more in them matches than there was in in this one but again that may have also been because it was a just a version of a no dq match if it had been something slightly different maybe that would have added added something to it yeah and uh, i'm kind of inclined to agree with you as well and i think I'm not going to say it fell a bit flat for me, but for lack of a better term, it, it fell a bit flat. I don't know if that's because it came off of the last match, which was Money in the Bank, which I think was probably one of, if not the best Bloodline-related match mm. we've seen. Um, yeah, I think you're right as well that Jimmy and Jay, is their beef is neither of them are in the Bloodline anymore. They're both out of the Bloodline, and they're now going to go into a programme probably with each other. Yep. So mm. it kind of makes sense to keep that separate. <laughs> the could could Solo have something about the spear that he took from Roman? Uh, I think that has to be happy. the next thing, doesn't it? That yeah. ha- like, I I don't. And I think because we not we're not seeing Roman now for ages. He's not. Three, he's I not, think it's three pay per views. He's not at, isn't it? The next three. I think so. Which is um, payback. Well, uh, what would that be? That would include Survivor Series. He has to be there for Survivor Series, yeah. surely. Surely has to be there. Uh, for I, I imagine that, that would be. I think there's probably a Saudi show somewhere in there as well. Yeah, but they'd want him at Saudi, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, but I just, I think, I think he has a filler feud next, and I think during that filler feud is when they kind of carry on eking that this sort of thing with solo being like what you know and it wouldn't shock me if we see another accidental spear to solo from roman to just to really to really drive that home yeah so i've just looked here boys and the next three are payback um superstar spectacle what is uh, that that's that, that's, that's not gonna be that's the indian show is it that that comes six days after payback that does yeah um and and then fast lane so, yeah, so uh, there'll be the three roman miss and then after <laughs> that it's crown jewel and survivor series which i guess yeah would be a both of them won't it yeah mm. yeah and i i would predict whether it'll be if they build it up it could be quite marky but would jay and jimmy headline payback um, I would give I would give the world heavyweight championship. I think that it, deserves it, a spot. As, it should as be the headline. It's, it should be, but I just think the name of the pay the name of the pay per view with where this feud's going, it would make sense. But I do agree. I think a, t- a title match should really close out the show. Mm. Really, but um, in regards to this one, boys, were we sports entertained? Yes. Yeah, I I, mm. I will say yes 
even though the ending was slightly predictable because we did speak about potentially Jimmy doing it, but yeah, I, I was. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And on a whole, boys, where we sports entertain with SummerSlam. Yeah. Ov- overall. Uh, mid. <laughs> As I say, there was it was half and half. I think I, I didn't dislike the show, but um, it wasn't a show which I'm going to go back and watch. Really, I don't think. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, um, I'll probably yeah, I'd probably go back and watch Logan Ricochet. Yeah, apart from that, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Seth and Finn, and I'd probably watch the women's triple threat again. Um, uh, yeah, I I did enjoy that match. I th- I think the opening few matches not saved to the end of the show, but I think the opening the opening couple of hours was stronger than the end couple of hours mm-hmm. for me. Okay. Okay, and Stu, can you please let us know the scores on the doors, what we got out of eight, what everyone got out of eight so, on, on that, please? Um, I think, so the three Johnnies, so from the from the original uh, or from the, the predictions podcast where we had uh, Lariat wrestling on, uh, all got six out of eight, and I took five out of eight. Okay. So are you going to be uh, are you going to be making some sort of video? Uh, I, I'm there by by next by next time we record, there will be a video on the Snapbacks podcast about uh, Naomi being a really good women's wrestler. I think was the was that what yeah. was? Yeah, I think um, I think the uh, I think it was the greatest, wasn't it? Uh, Not really good. Yeah, I think I think it was uh, the best women's wrestler that there is. Um, was, uh, and you have to mention about. What she can do better than Rhea. That'd be a very short list. <laughs> a moonsault. There we go. I can do that. There we go. A moonsault. She can probably moonsault better than Rhea. <laughs> um, did you boys have anything that you wanted to discuss before we wrapped up this episode? Will we see anyone? Will there be any appearances, sort of surprise appearances on Raw or SmackDown over the next shows? I don't even want to predict it because and it's difficult to say. I think that WWE love to celebrate Cody Rhodes, and there'll probably be a Cody Rhodes celebration because he beat Brock Lesnar. Like that's literally what they'll call it, and they always end with someone coming out because now Cody needs to find what his next opponent is, and I really hope he doesn't go for the World Heavyweight Championship because we've seen enough of Rollins Cody. So. His next opponent, and again, he's high on their priority list, so they'll need to reveal who he's fighting next. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Randy, maybe Bray Wyatt, you know, someone along those lines, maybe even Bron Breaker, because I know I keep mentioning them, but he's supposed to be coming up after SummerSlam. So yeah, something like that. But I feel like the next Cody feud is definitely going to be revealed. Well, yeah. probably within the first hour of the show. Yeah. The and I, I mean, I guess he tried to come out to challenge Seth last time round before the feud with Brock, before Brock, didn't he? And then Brock came out and started yeah. beating him up. So I wonder if we see that that sort of thing again. Mm. Um, he come out for Seth, but then somebody else is like, no, 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 not yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have nothing further to add to this episode if you boys don't. No. Well, that's no, been great, no, yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Always Johnny. Good yeah, absolutely. Johnny, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok, 19.6k <laughs> now, so we're slowly Ooh. creeping up. 
um, and uh, interactions have been much better recently, but I think it's because I've been posting a lot about retro video wrestling games, which I have to try and do more content regarding that because it seems to get a, a decent amount of viewing. Um, Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore on Instagram. Uh, again, wrestling content, my affiliate link um, is on there, as is yours on both of yours as well. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find me, all wrestling content. Perfect. Which, by the way, guys, if you haven't, uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Johnny's retro videos, go and watch them because they're so like just watching the old promos that they're giving. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're just great. They're just great to watch. <laughs> yeah. And and Stu, where can people find you online? Yeah. So my wrestling Instagram is uh, that wrestling gram. Slowly try to build up. Just putting some more content around the podcast on there. Uh, but my main account or my main social is my TikTok at TWG1991, that wrestling guy for regular wrestling content. Brilliant. And you can find me, uh, JE Wrestlegram on Instagram, uh, where I do post. But yeah, the following is is small and slow growing, but it is growing. And you can find me on TikTok at JE WrestleTalk for all your daily wrestling content. You can also find us as a collective on TikTok tiktok at snapbacks and beards with that being said i want to thank my co-hosts thank you Stu. thank you johnny pleasure Please as always Please, i want to thank you guys for listening and we will see you in the next one